Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. Everybody and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Entrepreneurs Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, your show host, and I'm also the Business Development Manager at Engage. On behalf of myself and the whole team at Engage, I want to welcome you to today's show. Today's topic is understanding what agile marketing is and why it's so important to use to grow your business in 2021 and beyond. I'll be introducing our guest expert in just a moment, but I do want to remind you to stick around because after our talk today about agile marketing, I will share our Engage News of the Week as well. And you don't want to miss it. It's the fifth piece of a five-piece series where we talk about how to boost engagement on your company LinkedIn pages. And that is a very hot topic right now for all types of businesses, small, medium, large, and all types of industries as well. So stick around for that after our talk. But before we get into today's talk and I introduce you to our guest who will be joining us from Boston, Massachusetts, I want to introduce you to the platform called Engage. Engage is a suite of premium sales, marketing, and communication support tools for businesses to help them grow and scale. And what's so unique about our platform, which is cloud-based, is that it is free forever. So I want to encourage you to check out Engage after our show today to learn more about our platform. And if you're enjoying this continuing education bi-weekly series that we're doing, which is sponsored by Engage, I also want to encourage you to visit our LinkedIn page after our show and give our page a follow. You can find out more about future shows there, and you can also learn more about our platform and how we are being disruptive in the digital marketing space. So check that out after today's show. One last mention before we get into today's topic of agile marketing. Let's talk about the importance of video in today's digital marketing era, the importance of live streaming, which is what we're doing right now, right? Live streaming is an excellent way to not only engage with unlimited leads, but it helps you build trust and sell more. It helps you expand your reach. And with all the analytics available, it also allows you to track results and your engagement and grow smarter. Our company, Engage, recently launched Engage Live, which is a program to help small business owners, entrepreneurs, CEOs, startups, anyone out there looking to get into live streaming and building engagement. It's a program to help them do just that. We can help you with a show strategy, access to streaming software, templates for scripts and emails to get your show produced. We can even provide a show moderator like myself to host the show or to conduct interviews for you or for your guests. So this is a great package we offer if you're ever interested in diving into the world of live streaming. So more about that at Engage Live, and you can also visit that website after today's show as well. Well, uh, without further ado, I want to introduce you to today's guest who is joining us from the East Coast, not far from where I grew up. She is in Boston, Massachusetts. Her name is Jasmine Martirassian. I think I said that right. She's going to school me in just a moment. I practiced. I promise I did. If you don't know who Jasmine is, you need to. Jasmine is a graduate of Northeastern University with a PhD in law, policy, and society. Jasmine is a widely published author and a keynote speaker 
Also, she is the vice president of marketing at Tuvsud Americas, where she is responsible for all areas and aspects of marketing, from strategy to implementation for the region, with a focus on the United States, Canada, Mexico, and Brazil. Her work has been covered in publications very well known, such as maybe the New York Times, I'm sure you've heard of that one, the Chicago Tribune, and the Toronto Star. I'm guessing she's Canadian, and I'll make sure we uh, find out for sure when she speaks in just a moment. Jasmine, of course, earned her PhD, as I mentioned, from Northeastern University, and today she helps clients develop strategies and follow-up implementation for digital marketing and e-commerce. She helps bridging business needs and technology, strengthening brand, and helping lead generation. She evaluates customers and market needs and crafts approaches to address them. Her track record of success in building consensus and developing creative solutions for cross-functional global groups with disparate needs and goals makes her a perfect fit for our show. And today she's here to help us understand exactly what agile marketing is and why it's so critical to your growth, whether you're a startup, an entrepreneur, a small to mid-sized business. So Jasmine, we're so happy to have you here. Thank you for joining our show and being our guest expert today. Thank you, Marissa. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Well, we're happy you're here. And as I mentioned, you are right now in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm broadcasting live from Minnesota. Nice. We are a global show. So I want to let all of you know, if you're watching right now on LinkedIn Live, drop a note in the comment section. Let us know where you're joining us from. And if you have any questions during the show today for Jasmine or myself, this is an interactive show. So drop those comments in the comment section as well. Jasmine, nice. Canadian, but living in Boston, right? Am I right on that? Yes, Canadian and American, while very multinational. Wonderful. I we love multinational guests because we love the fact that you can you can talk to different experiences, especially because as we have learned in your intro, you work with guests or guests, excuse me, clients globally all over the world. Do you find that a lot of your clients have similar issues when it comes to you know digital marketing and generating leads? Are they all looking for the same thing when they come uh, to you? Interesting. I mean, I said I'm Canadian, I'm American, I'm also Armenian, and that really frames my outlook because, uh, you know, having lived in many different countries, having traveled extensively, I have an innate curiosity about cultures and people. What's interesting, despite all the differences, people have so much more in common that unites them rather than divides them. So fundamentally, humanity and people want the same things out of life. So do businesses, right? Every business really wants to grow, be more stable. And what's interesting, digital marketing is like a global language. It's very consistent. We may have WeChat in China or some different platforms in different parts of the world. But at the end of the day, the principles are the same the approaches are the same, and even how people connect is very similar. Now, some may write longer text, longer texts, and others are all different studies. At the end, the outcome is very consistent. People want to connect, people want to learn, people want to be plugged in. It's very I, love, I really love that outlook. None of our guests have, have kind of said that in such a very easy to understand way and a way that really does encompass all aspects, right, of digital marketing, whether you um, live here or whether you live in Brazil, like our, our viewer right now, Larry, who's joining us, who says, hello, Marissa and Jasmine. Hi, Larry. Sao Paulo, Brazil. Thank you so much for tuning in, Larry. Um, I really like that approach. So let's dive in to our talk today. It's, it's about agile marketing. And we created some easy to navigate slides for our viewers to kind of walk them through what our show will be diving into today. So let me pop up our first slide for those of you watching live. I'll read through it for those of you listening to the replay um, on podcast or watching um, on the replay as well. So Agile marketing. Oop, that's not the right slide. Let's do this one. What is agile marketing? So defined, agile marketing means using data and analytics to continuous, continuously source promising opportunities 
or solutions to marketing and sales problems in real time, deploying tests quickly, evaluating the results, and rapidly iterating. We'll talk about that definition in a moment. We'll also talk today about the methodology, methodology. I can never say that word, Jasmine, don't make fun methodology. of Methodology, <laughs> methodology, there it is. I always say it wrong every time. I get nervous now when that word is on my screen, methodology. You did um, we'll it. talk about the methodology of agile marketing. We will also talk about the benefits and why it's so important. But first, Jasmine, share with us more about the definition of agile sure. marketing and what that means. So frankly, I have been practicing agile marketing before it even had a name for easily for about 15 years. And a lot of it has to do, I'm sure you know about Carol Dweck's work on mindset, right? Growth mindset. It has to do with not being stuck in one place, but trying to seek improvements, look for other solutions, being curious, trying to achieve results by refining what you're doing. Think about it as doing Kaizen Live, right? The Japanese philosophy of trying, driving ongoing improvements and iterations. Uh, it does not mean that you have to be uh, kind of very fleeting and not focused, just the opposite. To do agile marketing well, you have to be very strategic. You have to know what your strategy is, what your goals are. And it's not um, about doing what unfortunately happens a lot in marketing, which is a flavor of the day, week or month idea. This is not that. This is about being focused on your strategy, yet implementing strategy with such agility that you can constantly drive improvements and you're agile enough to be responsive to new needs as they come up. Very different uh, approaches. The term, the concept of agile comes from software development mm -hmm. uh, in essence. And historically, software development was done what's called the waterfall methodology where they would just do everything sequentially one after another and then evaluate the finished product. And then you may be looking at something that's not really resonating well or functioning well. All of a sudden you have to expend a lot of time and energy, go back to the drawing board and correct. Whereas when you're agile, you can drive those corrections quickly as you evolve. And so the ROI is greater, your effectiveness is greater, and the engagement is greater, right? It's it's not this, oh, we passively do this and then we do that. It allows you to also stagger different projects. It allows you to move quickly. And in today's world, speed is everything. So it, it's a frame of thinking. It's not as hard to do once you get into that frame of thinking, though for a lot of people, it's still somewhat alien, right? Um, a lot of organizations will do a campaign. They will come up with the campaign theme. They will develop all the components of that campaign and then go to market with it and see how that performs. Well, guess what? It may have messaging that doesn't resonate. It may have graphics that, doesn't, uh, that do not resonate. Now you've expended all this energy. Now you have all this suite of content that you need to change, update, and the like. And most of the time, that doesn't even happen. When you're agile, you can actually do more A-B testing. You can measure. You can refine. And then your next piece, let's say you start with a white paper, and then you can create an infographic, do a webinar. Each next piece becomes better and more responsive to the market needs. I love that you just brought up A-B testing because one of our guests about a week ago was Chris Daly, and we talked in depth about A-B testing. And I really like the way that you summed up the idea, the methodology, said it right that time, yes. of agile marketing, because it's really about being proactive versus reactive. And I think that you touched on something that makes so much sense, and that is you know, almost like the fast and furious, it's the need for speed. And that is because obviously we're seeing in the digital marketing era, especially with the changes that have happened due to the pandemic, things are moving quickly. They're happening fast. And as we'll learn in a few moments, you know, further into our talk, customers have a lot of choices nowadays, infinite choices. So if you follow that agile marketing methodology, that uh, Jasmine is suggesting, it means you're being proactive, you're not wasting time, you're not wasting resources, especially, and ultimately that will lead you to a higher ROI, more 
leads that are converting and hopefully more customers that you're engaging with because you've tested it, you know it's working, and you don't have these campaigns out there just wasting time and money and not working. So Precisely. And there's one more component. I mean, you can plan really well. You can have your kind of line of sight for the year. But then every now and then events happen, and we've actually been living through it recently, the last couple of years in essence, that you really need to step back and retool yourself. And again, I'm really cautioning not to fall into the trap of the uh, kind of flavor of the month idea or flavor of the week idea. But if you have your strategy, you know what you're trying to accomplish, what goals you're trying to hit, and all of a sudden your the environment around you changes, if you have agility in your DNA, then you can really respond with ways that will respond to the minute to, to something that nobody could have prevented. I mean, pandemic is a case in point. None of us could have really forecast the pandemic in terms of timeliness, but when it occurred, all of a sudden we had to step back and change the tone of our communications, mm -hmm. uh, change, and even come up with assets we would have never done before. For instance, to this day, one of the best performing assets that we have came out of agile uh, marketing approach where we developed an infographic on 12 ways to keep coronavirus at bay. That was not in our strategy plan, but then we realized we needed to support our customers. And frankly, we took CDC data, and if you ask me, did an even better job in concisely capturing all the key points in one place uh, to help people. And I've heard that like that infographic was even used in some church pews in Illinois, uh, because people started using, to this day, it's, it's highly downloadable as an asset from our website or we did something else. We did professional pooches. All of a sudden people were stuck at home, working from home. Some of them did not have the proper work conditions, like the, the right desk and the setup, because all of this was very unexpected. But a lot of them had dogs at home or other critters that you know helped them uh, and their companions. If you have a dog there. <laughs> I was just going to say, I usually don't allow my my pup in the room when we do our shows because heaven forbid she sees something out the window and it would be a fiasco, but she's really tired this morning and she's literally passed out in the dog bed next to me. So I'm like, okay, you can stay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's the pandemic changed the way everybody does everything. And, you know, funny enough that you you said that because I'm thinking of someone I know who always worked remote from home. And uh, when things started changing and people didn't know what was happening, slowly things kind of seemed to get back to a new normal. But I, I would overhear him saying, gosh, no one responds to my emails anymore. Nobody... Um, you know, nobody's responding to these invitations for this or that. And it just seems like people are tuned out. And I think you touched on something important, and that is the need to just because things are in our minds changing and slowly going back to what we consider normal doesn't mean people are reacting to the same way that you were communicating before. So just because, yes, maybe people are now considering in-person meetings here or there if it's local doesn't mean that they want to, right? Or doesn't mean, you know, or even just that people are working from home doesn't mean they're working the same hours. And there's a shift, too, in focus in terms of self-worth and the not work-life balance, but the life-work balance after people lost loved ones and realized life is short, right? That's exactly. a really good point you brought up. Well, what's interesting, it was the agile marketing that in essence gave also rise during the pandemic to more widespread empathy marketing. That wasn't even a term used before. Mm -hmm. But that's the need, like you, you had to change messaging. If you weren't agile, you couldn't do it, right? If you said, okay, this is the plan and this is what we're doing and we're not changing, well, that doesn't help you achieve the strategy that you're trying to achieve. So agility is really needed, frankly, at all levels of life but in marketing as well. It's really great. That makes complete sense. Well, let's talk a little bit more, and I'll put this slide up for those of you watching, about the methodology. Ooh, now I'm really good at saying that word. Methodology yeah, of agile marketing. So the methodology of agile marketing 
We say here, it's not a strategy, it's a methodology that informs and guides marketing and sales campaigns through data-driven insights and constant learning over short periods of time. So it seems to me, Jasmine, there's three main components. It's data-driven insights, constant learning, short bursts of time, and the method is performed by teams within your company. First and foremost, it looks like six steps, plan campaign, design, build, test, review data, revise campaign. So let's talk about this idea of short bursts of time. Seems like it falls into what you said about not just creating a campaign, what, what, you know, clapping your hands and putting it out there, right? Well, well, you have to kind of build this into the culture of your team. So everybody has to be aligned and has to believe in this. They have to see the why behind it. They have to see the benefit behind it. So they go through the steps in a meaningful way. I mean, today, there's no shortage of data. What there is shortage of is people's ability to interpret the data. So building a culture where people are both data-driven and know how to read and interpret that data has a huge impact on outcomes because you have to look at actionability, right? Not all data are created equal. I mean, uh, a lot of the data, you know, you can do nothing with it. So you have to know, okay, this is the type of data where I can actually devise actions. This is where I can move, ch make changes. This is where I can make certain moves and have alignment on that and openness to trying and experimenting. One of the things of uh, the core of agility is actually being able to test and experiment. And if as a marketer or for that matter, pretty much any professional in today's world, if you're not testing new approaches, you're missing the ball. Mm. It's, it, there's a lot of missed opportunity because there is so much new technology stuff and everything coming in. It's really important to have the courage to also know we'll test something. Some things will not work. But, you know, have that like playpen where you can do the testing and people are not afraid to test. So agility also promotes courage. Uh, and it also promotes the ability to fail fast. If you test something, it doesn't work. You know this was an experiment. You know we're moving forward. You know we will not do this again. We've learned it from it. So it, it's very multidimensional, and it's fundamentally it's culture building. It's not just going through the steps. It's making sure that your entire team is aligned with that. I like the idea that agile marketing also builds confidence in your team because in the past, sometimes employees were shamed or, you know, scolded for stepping out and speaking their thoughts, especially if a campaign looks beautiful and shiny and perfect and it's been put out there. Um, but it seems like with agile marketing, it's encouraged to almost be disruptive in the sense that you're being disruptive for a positive reason. Maybe you think something's not working. It's uh, it's almost applauded to step in and, and speak your, your ideas sooner rather than later because you are constantly testing. Things are considered to be an experiment and not... Um, a permanent fixture just because you created it and designed it it's not this permanent thing that's perfection that nobody can question it's almost like questioning everything is the mantra right well i mean uh, seeking perfection is a recipe for paralysis right i'd much rather somebody step up and step out and try something and even fail then be mired in indecision, sit on a fence and do nothing, waiting for some perfect moment in time. I mean, let's be clear, perfect moments in time kind of do not exist in life. I mean, there are sparks of it and you have to capture it, fantastic. But to wait for perfection, nothing will ever get accomplished. You know, Jasmine, a little fun fact. I learned that very much last week when I went to my engagement photo session and everything in my mind was going to be perfect. And as we arrived, a downpour happened. So we had to sit in the car, you know, just a personal, personal little nugget there. But you, you're almost reminded on a constant basis by the world, by the universe, by whomever you believe in, that nothing is perfect, that everything is a work in progress. And we need to um, appreciate 
little moments, as you said, sparks of the good throughout everything. Otherwise you do, you drive yourself crazy. Or as you said, I like that. Or this search for perfection almost becomes your demise and you end up being paralyzed, especially in a business plan or a campaign. If you think that it's perfect and you're going to sit there and let that go, it's just a waste of resources and, uh, and certainly it's not going to help you grow and scale. So, and again, agility helps overcome that, you know, a bind of searching for perfection because that's more paralyzing. And and frankly, uh, marketing leaders and any leaders should just really articulate that to create a safety zone for people to experiment, try new things, because otherwise we cannot have any innovation, you know, Um, and you also cannot expect different results by continuing to do the same thing. You know, it's very important to be kind of self-critical saying, okay, how well are we doing this? What else could we improve and have that kind of Kaizen attitude all the time. So that's a huge, you know, effect uh, byproduct or actually outcome of agility. I love it. Um, so Larry, by the way, one of our viewers from Brazil, we call him one of our original engagers because there's basically a group of about a dozen viewers who have been tuning in week after week for almost every show. Wow. And Larry, I want to thank you again for joining us for Jasmine's show. And he has a comment and a question. So I'm going to go ahead and put that on the screen. I think most of it will fit. And I'll start reading through it. Um, Larry says, the point raised by Marissa is very interesting. I have felt an abysmal difference in the ways of business communication comparing before and after the pandemic. Today, the lack of response has become routine. We send emails or WhatsApp messages on various subjects, regardless of what it is and what happened, um, regardless of what it is and what happens is that most people do not respond most of the time. It is extremely frustrating to be a service provider in our time. And I do agree with you, Larry. I think a lot of people have experienced that pain point, especially as we're now about to enter another phase of this pandemic where things may be kind of treading backwards. So Jasmine, his question for you, and I am reading this from a different screen so I can get the whole thing. He, He says, Jasmine, how do you improve communication using your methodology? And of course, that leading to an improved response rate. Great question, Larry. Thank you so yeah, much. It is a great qu- question, Larry. And thanks for joining us from beautiful Brazil. Great country. I've had the honor of being there. Um, I would say, you know, I can speak about Tuvzud America. And frankly, during the pandemic, we have made a concerted effort to increase our responsiveness to customers just because of this reason. It gives you a competitive advantage and an edge. And frankly, that's what any organization owes to their customers. And it starts with creating processes and systems within your organization to promote that responsiveness. So I would step back. Any internal organization can say, how are we responding to customers? Do we have timeframes within which we expect us to get back to inquiries? Those are extremely important, and it goes a long way in improving the performance. First, raise the issue, ask the questions, and see what you have in place and what should be done. And a lot of the time when people think something is not possible, those are really misguided thoughts. It's very possible to be very responsive, even with remote work and everything. Great feedback. And Larry, thank you so much for that great comment and question. As always, we really appreciate you tuning in each week for our series. If you're just joining us and I see some new people are coming on to LinkedIn Live, welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. Our expert today is Jasmine. I'm going to say your name again, and I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it, but I want to make sure I say it right. Jasmine Marti, hold on, gosh, Marti Rossian. You aced it. (laughs) I had pushed out my script. So your name was like way at the top. Um, Jasmine's joining us from Boston, Massachusetts. She's got a PhD from Northeastern University. We're here today talking about agile marketing, how it is a methodology that helps you to be proactive versus reactive. And that with the speed of things happening today, with the changes that have happened with the pandemic, this is... 
if not the best way, right, to put your marketing strategies into place, but it's at least something you should try if you're not yet um, putting something like this into your business culture. Because I think what we've learned from you, Jasmine, is this really is a way to create a business culture, a way to set your employees up to think differently. And, and um, there's different steps to take. Agreed. To it doesn't just apply to marketing. Frankly, it applies to every facet of business, whether it's customer experience, how well are we doing something? Uh, what could we change? What could we improve to operations? Pretty much every, every facet of life. And even in our personal lives, we need to be agile. Are we driving improvements? Are we changing something? You know, it's a well-known phrase that it's a definition of insanity to do the same thing and expect a different result. And how many times do we do that in our personal life? And how many times do we do that in our professional life? If we all look, took a hard look at ourselves, we'd probably do it more than we'd want to realize. Let's talk about the benefits of um, agile marketing. And by the way, before we dig into that, Larry says, thanks, Jasmine, for your wonderful response thanks, to the question. Let's talk about the benefits of agile marketing. So what we highlighted in our outline is that one of the benefits is identifying and seizing opportunities ahead of your rivals um, by predicting which trends are worth responding to and devising plans for disruptions that could otherwise damage your business. I think this is an incredible point to touch on with you, Jasmine, because we all know that in today's competitive marketplace, having a competitive advantage over your rivals, whether that's, for instance, using software like ours, right, that gives you a competitive advantage in your marketing strategy and how you communicate with customers, or whether it's, like you said, uh, devising different plans or different routes in your operations or your marketing strategy, having a competitive advantage over your rivals is huge. Because we all know that right now customers have infinite choices. Why should they do business with you? Why should they buy your product? You need to make your competitive advantage clear. Um, and I think you need to certainly be agile in all ways that you do business in order to, to sustain a competitive advantage. You know, uh, agility helps uh, deal with changing, to use a fancy word, paradigms, right? Uh, famous case study, none of the famous uh, New England ice manufacturers migrated to use refrigeration. They tried just about anything but adopting new technology. What it was is they were not agile. They were not looking to do things differently. They were stuck in the same paradigm while the paradigm had shifted. So the way of looking at the world, the way of dealing with things, those changes occur all the time. In fact, the pandemic was a gigantic shift in a paradigm. I mean, lots of supply chains were disrupted. So the companies that were able to be agile and move their people home and give them the tools to succeed and adopt new technology, well, te technology had been around but newly actively used like uh, Teams, Zoom, and other platforms, that makes a difference. I mean, even look at the success of Engage. You guys were ultimately positioned to be at the right place at the right time, but you're doing all other things that maybe you were not doing before to build that engagement, right? So that's agility, that's agility in, in, in practice. And uh, that's critically important to respond to changing needs with customers as well. Customer needs shift. Mm -hmm. Those that can do better will always come out ahead. Those that are responsive, I mean, I'm very customer-centric in my, uh, you know, approach to everything because I always try to put myself in the customer's shoes. Very often, any organization will make decisions that are convenient only to the internal users, whether it's data collection, this or that, but they're not thinking, what burden are we putting on customers? What's the experience that we're delivering? And guess what? If we don't do better, somebody else out there will. Right. So none of us can sit on our laurels and say, you know what, we were right. That never works that way. Right. And now more than ever, um, just to tag team onto your thought, now more than ever, it's easier to find somebody else to do the same thing. It's easier to find another option. It's easier to find another route. Um, all you have to do is send a, you know, create a Zoom opportunity and you can meet somebody else who can hopefully, you know, 
jive with you, have a connection with you, provide you with the service or the product that you need. Nowadays, too, with the opportunity to digitally connect, whether that's a company wanting to digitally connect and become a brand influencer by hosting live streams or creating certain content, or whether that's trying um, to digitally connect with individuals, right, to determine if it's going to be a great working relationship. It's just easier now more than ever to to connect, even though we're doing it virtually. So. so that's a very important point. Actually, how buying is done has changed dramatically. And it had changed, frankly, before the pandemic, but it's been on extra steroids since the pandemic. 98% of all buying experiences start online these days. Uh, I mean, I can speak for myself, but last year was the first time that I did my all of my Christmas shopping online. And you know what? I fared amazingly well. I, I'm just realizing now I'm on your team. I think I did the same thing this year. And with the ease of shipping things directly to family not close by, it made traveling easier. I didn't have to take things with me. I could ship them. It saved shipping charges for myself. Precisely. So there are all these facets and factors. Now, as people's consumer behaviors change, they're the same end users that make B2B decisions. So their behavior changes in terms of their B2B expectations as well. So B2B companies have to be awake to that reality and change their approaches as well. And that's also calling for agility. Only to say, oh, this is what how we've done. Well, the engineer making a buying decision or risk manager is now used to a different pattern. And they do not, there is no dividing line that says, oh, this is my you know, B2C consumer experience, and this is my B2B business experience. So, and the latter has to be weak, boring, and uninteresting. That's not, and non-responsive, that's not how it works. People have consistent expert expectations. So it's now more B2P, business to person, because we're dealing mm. with people. And it's about making sure we communicate to people the value that the organization provides. So the era of transactional Marketing is gone, you know, when companies said, we do this, come to us, who cares? Nobody cares. What value are you bringing to the audience? Are you helping solve a problem? Are you bringing them some value so some expert can download your white paper and uh, come across to their leadership with expert knowledge? Are you helping them make a decision? Those are very important factors. So everything is changing all the time. And so for any organization to stay competitive, they have to evolve along with the changes that are occurring, you know, digitally. I love that you use this term B2P. That is a brilliant way to really shift our focus. It's business to person or business to problem even. That's yeah. Business to people, right? It's, love that. it's a human game. It's very digital, but we still need to, you know, meet the human needs. Absolutely. Well, you just touched really on our last um, our last bullet point, which, which is why is agile marketing so important? And you really just went through this nicely. And I'll just read this to wrap up our talk. Customers, right? Inpatient customers. And we say that, you know, obviously with a grain of salt because we need our customers, but we do have less patience. We do want things yesterday. So we also have an infinite, infinite number of choices and um, an easier way to really suss out and compare those choices. So agile marketing is so important because the customer profile has shifted and it's updated and we're a little bit different. Also our competitors, our competitors, many of which are using this method. So how can we possibly keep up if we're not being proactive and agile? And then technology, acceleration of digital technology and its adoption by consumers and competitors makes makes the place that we're doing business that much more competitive. And as Jasmine just shared, we're learning that it's no longer just this transactional thing. It's really about, again, going, going backwards but forwards. It's about the human experience. It's about the you know, understanding your buyer persona and understanding your target demographic and understanding their problem, 
What are you doing for them? And, and I like how Jasmine, you just said, putting yourself in their shoes takes us back to probably the things that we were taught back in, I know when I was in college, but things always come full circle, don't they? In our they world. do. Uh, well, uh, there's a Russian phrase that says everything that's new is really for well forgotten old stuff. Uh, so, but in any case, when with agile marketing, uh, you know, I call it content clusters. You, you mentioned buyer personas, where sometimes you have different buyer personas. You could have buyers who are at the beginning of their career, so their journey is different from the one from the person who's been in their career for 20, 30 years. And you need to meet them at the different levels of their readiness and cater to their needs effectively. And that's also agility. It's not just one thing. It's the agility to see the granularity of different perspectives that your persona might have. And it's about being able to create, I call them content clusters, which is value thought leadership content that offers value to the customers that's educational in nature and informative that meets them where their needs are because somebody's needs could be different from the next person's needs. So you also need to kind of create agility in your content. So, so agile marketing allows to present that multifaceted approach. It's not just the one size fits all. I love it. Such an informative talk today. Before our talk, Jasmine, I had no idea what agile marketing was. In preparation for the show with my co-producer, Steve, we started to dive into it and I understood it in a bullet point fashion, but you really put almost as you, you said, a human, a humanistic quality to what it is. And you helped me and I hope our viewers today, Larry, let us know, was this informative? You helped us understand um, it's really something that can be Hmm. Something that can be a part of your entire life, obviously, from your personal life to your business life, but it does also touch on all aspects of your business, not just digital marketing, but it's especially important in digital marketing because of the reasons we shared, right? Customers have infinite choices. They are impatient. Um, our competitors are doing it. And also technology is moving so quickly and things are changing so fast that if we don't use an agile marketing methodology. Gosh, I'm so good at saying that word now. I could never say it before. Um, if we don't do it, we're only going to fall behind and uh, ultimately we'll never grow in scale. Thank you, Marissa. It's been a pleasure being on your show and uh, you know, glad to be exposed to you and your audience. Oh, we're so happy thoughts. to have you. And hey, speaking of our audience, I want to share where the audience can connect with you after the show. So do you open up a connection for LinkedIn? Can our guests connect with you via LinkedIn? Absolutely. I'm very open. And, I, you know, I'm, I think I'm a LinkedIn addict, self-admittedly, and really uh, treasure the knowledge that people share on LinkedIn. It's a fabulous platform. Well, for those of you watching, I put her link up on the screen for those of you listening on the replay for our podcast. And yes, our show is available via live stream video or podcast. So make sure you let friends and colleagues know if they've not yet listened or watched any of our show episodes. And I'll show you where they can find those episodes in just a moment. But if you're listening on the podcast, you can find Jasmine on LinkedIn. It's going to be linkedin.com forward slash I N forward slash Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N-E dash, and then her last name, Martirosian, M-A-R-T-I-R-O-S-S-I-A-N forward slash. So that's how you can find Jasmine. And Jasmine is no stranger to podcasts. I want, I want you to share with us a little bit about your podcast called Innovation Nation. Where can yeah. you find that and what's, what's going on on your podcast? Thank you. It's a great podcast. We have some remarkable guests. It's called TubeZoot Innovation Nation. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on the TubeZoot.com website, which is T-U-V-S-U-D.com forward slash E-N dash U-S. Uh, and it's, we get thought leaders talking about how they drive innovation in their specific areas, on their teams, ne a never-ending subject and constantly very thought-provoking and interesting. 
I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And I really like that idea. That's a really nice, um, I feel like you can have endless guests, right? In, in that, um, in that niche of discussions because innovation means different things to different people. And it, and it can be, um, I don't know, a great topic across industries, across countries, across company sizes, entrepreneurs to CEOs. So yeah. really awesome. So check out um, Jasmine's podcast, Innovation Nation. Now, you just proclaimed yourself, Jasmine, to be a in, uh, LinkedIn addict. So if it's okay with you, I'd like you to just join me as I share our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week because it has to do with LinkedIn. Would you stick around for another moment? Absolutely, it's been a pleasure, thank you. Okay, great. And by the way, I'll share his comment in a moment, but uh, well, I'll just share it now quickly. Larry says that today's show has been quite informative and he sends you a big thank you. So thank you, Larry. Make sure, Larry, you connect with Jasmine and drop her a note that you saw her on today's show. Okay, so for our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week today, we're looking at the last tip of a five-part series on how to get the most out of your LinkedIn company page. So when it comes to growing your brand on LinkedIn, your employees are among your biggest assets. Jasmine, would you agree? Absolutely. They're your brand ambassadors. I love that. They are your brand ambassadors. So when it comes to growing your brand, it's important to recognize them as assets. So to begin with, encourage all of your employees to keep their own profiles up to date with your organization included in their work experience. So that way their profile and who they are will automatically link to your company page. So that's our first tip. Our second tip, if your employees use LinkedIn, encourage them to engage with your company page and its content. And that can help to yield some significant results in engagement. According to LinkedIn, on average, employees have 10 times more first degree connections on LinkedIn than a company page has followers. So therefore, right there, we're understanding that our personal profiles have way more connections than our company page will have followers. So recognize team moments or employees with a personalized shout out on your company page. Foster internal engagement through trusted employee only community on your LinkedIn via the My Company tab. And then lastly, develop company page content that includes your employees, and you can do that easily by tagging them in the content. What do you think, Jasmine? Good tips? Anything uh, you want to add? Ad excellent tips. Uh, to the second one, I'd like to just reiterate your point about personal sharing and personal posting of content, personal engagement. That's so valuable because it's viewed as more authentic by the audience. It's not really just canned messages. And people, LinkedIn is a very human platform and people connect with people. So the value of the personal engagement is limitless. Well, uh, ironically, you just said that. And right before you said how it's all about people and, um, you know, well, I'll just put his comment right up. Right before you said that, Larry said, thank you, Jasmine and Marissa. Love the humanistic Jasmine vision on our digital world. Thank so you. Me, yeah, that is such a great compliment, Jasmine. Larry, so yeah. nicely put. And I love that he typed that right before, you know, all about the humanistic view that you have right before you said LinkedIn is all about people to people. So the timing was perfect. Well, listen, Jasmine, thank you so much for your time today. Um, your insights were very valuable. I have such a better understanding of what agile marketing is, not um, or the agile methodology, not only in for a, you know for a business sense, but you've got me thinking about making some changes even on the personal front as well. So I want to thank you so much for thank joining you. us. Thank you, Marissa. It's been a pleasure to join your show. You guys, make sure you connect with Jasmine. You can find her on LinkedIn. Again, her name is Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N-E. And her last name is Martirosian, M-A-R-T-I-R-O-S-S-I-A-N. 
Um, my dog just awoke from her nap and she's making lots of noise. But before I take care of her needs, I do want to share with you, if you've not yet checked out our show library, it's a great place to find all of the past shows that we have aired. And I think we're we're getting up there. We're, we're going to be celebrating our 40th show in just a couple of weeks with our returning guest, Richard Wildman. So if you've not yet checked out our show library, you can do that. Here's a look at what you'll find. And for those of you interested, I'll go ahead and put that link up as well. It's going to be www.engage.com. That's N-G-A-G-G-E.com forward slash live dash show dash library at engage.com. When you click the resources button on the hamburger menu, you will find a link to the live show library with video. And we also have a podcast library as well. And that is where our shows live. It's a great way to connect with all of our guests on LinkedIn. There's a tab to connect directly with them. And it's a great way to also share the link of any shows that you think would be valuable for any of your colleagues or friends or coworkers as well. So I want to thank you so much for joining us today for Jasmine's show on agile marketing. And I think we all could take some tips from Jasmine to be a little more agile, proactive versus reactive, not only in our businesses and our marketing strategies, but also in our personal lives. So something to think about as you roll into the weekend. And of course, if you're just joining us and you missed out on the show, you can find replays of our show on Engage's LinkedIn profile. So I encourage you to go to LinkedIn, search for Engage, N-G-A-G-G-E, give us a follow. You can find replays on our page, and that's also a great place to find out what our future shows and future guests will be. And I do want to invite you to join me next Tuesday, August 3rd at 12 p.m. Eastern. Our guest expert will be best-selling author and keynote speaker, Pam Didner, who says AI for marketing is here. And she will explain how AI can help you grow faster and more profitably, perhaps even with less staff. So tune in next Tuesday for our next show and continue to watch and support our live stream efforts. We have so much fun building ourselves up as a brand influencer in the digital marketing space. And we hope that you're getting just as much out of our continuing education biweekly series as we are. Again, on behalf of myself and the entire team from Engage, I want to thank you for joining us. I want to also remind you to connect with Jasmine if you haven't done so already on LinkedIn and make sure you tell her how much her show today, you know, gave you insights into agile marketing. Again, have a wonderful weekend and I look forward to seeing you all next week on Tuesday with Pam Didner.